Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, hey, beauty fam. It's us, Carlene and Jill. Hi. Hey, and surprise, we are back in your feeds on another Monday with a very special bonus episode. That's right. Today, we're partnering with our friends at Clarence to discuss how to give yourself a spa-worthy facial at home. And this topic could not have come at a better time. Honestly, tell me about it. It's been more than a year at this point since I've had a facial from a professional. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, I just miss that Zen zone moment. Yeah, definitely a perk of our job. I probably took it for granted for too long, I would say. But I'm so happy to be partnering with Clarence on this. I have some really beautiful memories of my facials with Clarence. The top memory that I have was when I was on a press trip and I visited the spa at the Hotel Le Royal Monceau Raffles Paris. It is, I mean, it's just five star all the way. Like Philip Stark designed. It's all white, crystal mirrors. It's got like an underlit pool, chef's kiss, and all the products are plant-based but they're not afraid to like hit you with a light therapy mask. You know what I mean? It's like high tech with nature. I mean, what more could you want, right? Uh, that sounds like heaven. I, I just want to be able to like get under a weighted heated duvet or like a heated bed in a dark room listening to soft jazz for an hour. Like I'm even craving that. Like, you know, yeah. it's just, it's been Well, so you could long. do that yourself. They sell the weighted yeah. blankets now. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but then lying down and doing my own facial, this is where I have yes, to like get yes, yes. on track. But... <laughs> So it's going to be a little bit longer, I think, until I'm back in that spa environment. So we're really leaning into the spa at home idea. And given that Clarence really has spas all over the world, it makes perfect sense to team up with them on this topic. Mm -hmm. So in today's episode, we're speaking with Clarence Vice President of Education, Christy Chella, who's going to school us on how to get those pro results at home. Like, do you really need to steam? Can you safely do extractions yourself? Plus, we get detailed about the best techniques for lymphatic drainage around eyes because we still get so many questions in our Facebook chat room about how to reduce darkness and puffiness at home. One person was even recommending potato slices (laughs) in our chat room. So we're going to learn the exact eye massage moves to help you get the most out of your eye cream without having to like use the food that you might need for dinner. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we wanted to give you the scoop on the latest news from Clarence. And they've just launched a hashtag damn good eye cream. And it's called their Total Eye Lift. And really, it's causing a huge sensation because the claim is that it works in 60 seconds flat. Yeah. And I know Laura Harrier, the actor, she partnered with Clarence on the launch. She's obsessed with using it. She does the DIY lymphatic drainage technique. So I'm excited to learn these steps, how to do it. We're going to share a video on Instagram with a little demo, and you're going to hear all about it from Christy just ahead. Yeah. And I've been using the Total Eye Lift myself for a few months. And I think the first thing I love about it, and I have since day one, is the texture. It's so smooth and lightweight, but like feels Mm -hmm. very hydrating and nourishing. And I find that you do get that subtle smoothing and tightening effect right away. And once I got it on, I I felt like it kind of, it did a nice job of like filling in, so to speak, the little lines around my eyes, like crow's feet. So my concealer wasn't going into those lines. Yeah, anymore. it's nice under makeup. I noticed yes. that too. I really like yeah. it under makeup. If you guys want to learn more, we're going to link to it in our show notes. We've got a promo code. You can check it out at clarensusa.com. But, uh, you know, I think that whole working in 60 seconds is you're just like, wait, what? So we're going to put that question to Christy a little later in the episode. But first, Christy's here to walk us through the exact steps to creating your best spa style facial at home, whether you have sensitive, oily, or dry skin. So hold on to your lemon water. This is your DIY facial guide, courtesy of Clarence. Welcome, Christy, to our show, to Breaking Beauty Podcast. If I'm not mistaken, I think you're in your bathroom right now. (laughs) I am trying to create that spa atmosphere. Okay, (laughs) that's perfect. I love that you are setting the mood already. So, you know, we're obviously talking about at-home facials today. Setting the ambience is so important. Light a candle. You've got that going already. So let's start with that first step. Is there anything spa-inspired you'd recommend to your clients to recreate like a facial-worthy cleansing experience versus, you know, just a regular daily cleansing that we might already be doing? Yeah, definitely. I think the first thing that you need to do is we always say that, you know, great skin starts with clean skin. I mean, it's like the the staple of every good skincare routine. And you really want to start out with something super gentle. I feel like, you know, for me, whether I'm working from home or whether I'm commuting into the office, which I'm doing a little bit of both these days, as I imagine a lot of of your listeners are doing as well. um, I'm I'm always in a hurry. I'm looking for something that's really quick and that's, that's maybe multitasking. But for something a little bit more luxurious, I might recommend that you start with um, with a makeup remover or a cleanser that is definitely gentle. Make sure it doesn't have any um, SLS, so no sodium lauryl sulfates, uh, which could be irritating to the skin. And then just decide on which texture that you want to pamper yourself with. If you like bubbles, use like a gentle uh, foaming type cleanser. If you like you know, essential oils, Use, use an oil cleanser, but really just figure out which texture you like the best. And, and I would say to give yourself like that spa experience, make sure one that it has you know, a lot of sensoriality. And I think that's one of the things we agree when we walk into a spa, it's like right away, there's this, ah, oh, because every, that smell, I yeah, love just like those relaxing aromatherapeutic scents, you know? Yeah. So, so make sure that like as part of your cleansing and your toning routine that you're using a cleanser that's just really gentle on your skin. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And like okay. slowing and so, down the whole thing. That's what I'm uh, hearing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, I mean, one of the things that I always try to do is when, when I get ready to start my, you know, my, my self-care Sunday, which sometimes has turned into self-care Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> you know, just because it's so, it's so important now. Right. But I always just take several deep breaths, inhale and exhale. Cause you want to get your mind in the right, you know, get in the right headspace too, so that you really enjoy that pampering me time, which I would go so far as to say, isn't even pampering these days. It's, it's not a luxury. It's a necessity. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if you have kids, lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> and pets, no kids, no pets. Make sure to put yeah. the do not disturb sign on. Totally. Exactly. So exactly. we've got the cleansing covered, uh, Christy. So next step would be exfoliation. Am I right? Yeah. I think, you know, for us, what we really, when, when I think about exfoliation, I always think about exfoliation that is gentle, that isn't harsh. However, Depending on your level of sensitivity, you might prefer something granular, uh, This a granular type scrub, which is that physical. Uh, it has microbeads that can help to gently lift and remove dead skin cells as well as impurities. And then you have the chemical peel, which can consist of alpha hydroxy acids, salicylic acids, or you know fruit acids. Um, and that stays on the skin a little bit longer, usually about 10 minutes or so. And then you would rinse with water and follow with toning lotion. So I think we, we really want to think about cleansing, toning, exfoliating, masking as your preference when it comes to those textures. So let's talk about steaming at home. I feel like this is somewhat controversial. So why would you do it or not do it? Or do you have a handy at-home steamer that you personally like to use? Yeah, I think, you know, again, it really, it comes back to your skin type and your level of sensitivity. So here's the really cool thing about steam. What steam does, so I think probably your, your listeners are really savvy and they probably know that your pores don't actually open and close. That's not what happens when you, uh, when you use steam. But what steam does is it allows the skin to, to not constrict. So what happens when you're steaming is the skin is more susceptible and receptive to whatever products that you're going to be putting on top of it. But when you use a steam on the skin, you have to be super careful with people who have rosacea or they have a tendency to have uh, capillaries that are a little bit inflamed, even if it's not associated with rosacea, because those type of skin conditions, the steam could actually aggravate the capillaries Mm -hmm. and cause them to flare up more frequently. And so generally what I say is if, if you can't get into you know, your, your favorite skin spa right now, where you may be having your favorite steam or your favorite extraction method by your esthetician, simply use, you know, warm water. You can use that warm water on a towel and you can gently place that over your face after you've exfoliated. And then when you get ready to mask, you'll have a skin that is open and receptive. So you can actually do your own version of steam with that, with that hot towel that you've gently placed on the skin. That's a good idea. Me personally, I get a little bit claustrophobic with steam, not going to lie. So that's actually a better idea for someone like me. Now, my favorite (laughs) part of the facial is like the extractions. Oh yeah. When she puts the, when an esthetician puts the like mask over my eyes and I can sense there's a bright light coming, like I just get so excited because I want those blackheads gone. But 
I'm so scared to do it by myself at home. Do you have any tips or tricks to do it? Well, I would first of all not do it myself at okay. home. <laughs> no, no, okay, but I'll tell you, but let me, but you know what? I'm gonna tell you why, ladies. The reason that I wouldn't do it at home is if you have a little bit of a, a, a medium to darker skin tone and you and you do extraction incorrectly at home, you could actually cause more harm than good because what ends up happening is while you may have great pleasure from extracting that blemish, mm-hmm. what could be left behind for skin tones that are medium to deeper is hyperpigmentation and you can yeah. end up with with dark spots on the skin which could become permanent if you leave it there long enough and it's and then now you're having to look at you know products that can lighten the hyperpigmentation mm-hmm. so you actually could cause more harm by doing extractions yourself if you're not doing them correctly but i yeah. i do have like a suggestion for that and i think you know, because we're we're all missing our our estheticians right now. I mean, I, I miss mine so much, and and you know, just being able to relax. And I'm like you, Jill, when the, those that light comes on, and you know, you you know what's coming next. It's uh, you know, it, it's exciting. The pain so, for the gain. Yes, <laughs> but but I think if you are exfoliating and masking your skin a minimum of two times a week, and you're doing regular like deep cleansing, toning, exfoliating, and masking, using high quality ingredients and using the textures that are right for your skin type can really help loosen you know, blackheads and clogged pores without having to go through the extraction. So where we left off, we've now sort of done our own steaming using a warm cloth. So what would be next in the spa environment after the steaming? Is it like mask or serum? After the exfoliating, you definitely want to do masking um, and definitely do something again that is going to meet your immediate needs. So if you are you know, looking to comfort the skin, try to find a good mask that has uh, hyaluronic acid, maybe vitamin if you're looking for purifying, try to find something that's, you know, got maybe alpine willow or orthocyphen, things that will give you more of a matte complexion. If you're looking for anti-aging, look for masks that have you know, tetrapeptides or vitamin A, vitamin C. These sorts of ingredients, again, will give your skin the boost it needs based on what your concern is. But I always like to exfoliate and mask together because I think you see the best results. And there's a, a lot of people that think you cleanse, tone, and then exfoliate and mask, which is totally fine. But we do recommend that after you exfoliate and mask, you do your toning lotion to really rebalance the skin and get it ready for the eye cream, the serums, and the moisturizers. Okay. So the reason you do the masking after the exfoliating and the steaming is just so that that moisture gets in, it penetrates more. Is that it? Yeah. Because what happens when you're exfoliating is you're sloughing off the dead skin that's sort of, you know, sitting on the surface. And so you want to mask on, on skin that is new, so to speak. So when you've got that healthy skin that's now exposed because you've exfoliated and sloughed off all the dead skin, your mask is now going to have much better results. So let's talk about, or just go a little bit deeper with the toning. So why is that step really so important to do after the exfoliation and the masking? And what should you look for in a toner for each skin type? Yeah, the the toning lotions are really great for two reasons. One, 
They help to, to restore balance to the skin, especially if, you, if you're rinsing with hard water, it, it could alter the natural balance of your skin, which is your natural water and oil balance, which should be about 70% water and about 30% oil. So it, it restores that, that natural balance to your skin, but it also preps your skin for your serums and moisturizers. Like the analogy that I always like to share with everyone is if you think about like uh, you have two different sponges sitting in your kitchen counter, right? One is completely dry and one is slightly damp and you spill something on your kitchen countertop. That sponge that's bone dry is not going to be absorbent. It's not going to soak up the spill. But if you have a sponge that's slightly damp, when you go to soak up the spill, it absorbs it much more quickly. So if you think about toning lotions like that, they help with the absorption of everything that you're putting on. And I would say in general, look for toning lotions that are for sure alcohol-free. Definitely you want to avoid alcohol because it can be, you know, astringent and cause irritation to the skin. You know, if possible, try to find toning lotions that don't have any added or synthetic colorants, uh, those sorts of things could be irritating to the skin. And if possible, something that that is fragrance-free as well. Okay, those are good tips. Now, when do we get to the fun stuff? When does the Clarins massage, you know, the signature (laughs) techniques, when does that come into play? Okay, it comes into play right now. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Tell us everything. Okay, so... I'm not sure if if you all are familiar with the fact that uh, the founder of Clarins was a massage therapist and we started in a a skin spa long before we ever had, you know, we offered products for sale. Uh, And so with this skin spa, it was all about application methods that helped to boost microcirculation, to boost lymphatic drainage. And the idea was that when you boost microcirculation and lymphatic drainage, you bring more healthy oxygen to the skin. And so what does healthy oxygen for the skin do? It makes it look more radiant. Uh, When you boost lymphatic drainage, it has a detoxifying effect. And so what does that do? That helps to reduce any puffiness, any inflammation or any swelling. And the reason all of those things are, are so important to achieve is, like I said already, if you have more oxygen, you have more radiance. If you have less uh, toxins that are causing your skin to be puffy. When when your skin um, looks uh, healthy with less puffiness, it has a tendency to look younger and more rested. And so all of those things are super important. And and, And with the exclusive application methods, it's really all about that anatomy of the body. It's about stimulating those two things and if the, the microcirculation and the lymphatic drainage. And if I could just add one other thing about that natural process is that when you look at, at somebody who is younger in, in their early 20s, right? The analogy I always like to give is, listen, your microcirculation and your lymphatic drainage, it's it's flowing naturally throughout your body, kind of like a, a roaring rapid river is is flowing. So there's no obstacles in its way. But as we get older, what happens is your microcirculation and your lymphatic drainage starts to slow down. So instead of that roaring rapid, your microcirculation lymphatic circuit is a bit like a lazy river. And that's what, what our unique application methods are designed to do, to improve 
that microcirculation and that lymphatic drainage. Yeah, I feel like the French just have that on lock. They just know that innately, but we need to be told all of these things yeah. like to yeah. understand. So is there a single move that you'd recommend that we can do ourselves at home that would make a difference in our own spa facial? So do you use yeah. a serum to do it or a tool or an oil? What do you do? Well, the first thing that we do is we start with the eye cream. That's the first thing that we do. A lot of people like to put serums on first, but here's what I always say about putting a serum on first is that serums are designed to penetrate deeply into the skin. They're designed to travel, so to speak. We recommend that you put an eye cream on first. Why? Because it's almost like putting a little fence around the eye area so that the only thing treating the eyes is the eye product that you are using itself, which has been ophthalmologist tested and it's, you know, safe for contact lens wearers or people with sensitive eyes. And so that's why we recommend starting with your eye product before your serums and your moisturizers. And if if you ladies are ready, I'd love to walk you through the application method that will give you best results. Absolutely. Let's hear it. So I'm going to use one pump of the total eye lift which as you can see is just a, a tiny amount. She's holding up a fingertip full basically. Yep. Yes, oh, of course. It's about the size of, I don't know, two a peas. Two, about a Maybe pea, a pea. Two yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's about the size of a pea. And then what we're going to do, Carlene, is we're going to rub it together between our three fingers. And this just warms the product. And the reason that we recommend warming the product to body temperature is because just like warm butter melts on warm toast faster, plant extracts will melt into the skin faster if they're, if they're warmed to body temperature. Your, your palms are not and your fingertips are not highly absorbent. So it's not going to absorb a lot of the product. So just a few sweeps of your three fingertips together, and then let's apply firm yet gentle pressure with three fingers under the eye, starting from the inner corner. Then you're going to move to the center under eye using firm, gentle pressure. Now let's move to the outer under corner of the eye with that firm pressure. And let's take it one step further and go all the way to your temples where we have a tendency to see crow's feet. And we're going to repeat that same process with the upper eyelid. So we would start with our three fingers on the inner upper corner of the eye, just underneath that eyebrow, right on that orbital bone, then moving to the center of the eye then applying pressure in the outer corner of the upper eyelid, finishing on those temples once again to get those crow's feet. And then here's a new step, which we absolutely love. Go back with your three fingers and apply pressure right in between your eyebrows, where you have a tendency to notice the expression lines, sometimes referred to as the 11 because when you concentrate, you see those two deep lines in between the brows. That's what I do when I'm reading COVID news. What? <laughs> still, this is still happening? Okay. Yeah. So then we're going to apply that pressure there. And then there's one last step, which I love, and it's because of the formula. And that's to take your fingertips and apply them right on your eyelid, close so to close your lash your eyes. Line. Yeah. Close your eyes. Yes, close your eyes and apply your, your fingers right on your eyelids so that you can feel the base of your lashes. 
And, and that's going to help strengthen and condition your eyelashes as well. And, and do that with any eye product that you are using. It doesn't matter which brand you use. Any eye product, if you are to apply with that type of method versus, and, and I want to take a minute to just talk about why, because we've heard a lot of things about, right? Like use the ring finger because it's the weakest. You know what? It is the weakest. But the problem with using just a ring finger because it's the weakest means that you're not pushing any fluids away from the the under eye. You're not pushing those toxins away. So we want to move those fluids to the lymphatic collectors so that they can be moved away from the eye. And then it's just important that the reason we're pressing and not sweeping anything around the eyes is because I always like to say that your skin is a bit like a a, a rubber band, right? So the the more you sweep, pull, or tug the skin, the more likely you are to lose elasticity. And even if you think you're sweeping gently under the eye, you're probably not sweeping gently enough. And you're most likely stretching the skin, which could cause premature lines and wrinkles. So that's why we always recommend pressing. You know what? It's so interesting that you say that, Christy, because we were talking to somebody else recently and they were saying how they actually thought facial massaging was aging for that reason. And I was like, do not say that because when I go get a, a facial, that's my favorite part. And so... No, I think it really just depends too on if you have a professional esthetician who has products on your skin that provide a really nice amount of slippage, then absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's okay because we also mm-hmm. know that something that's going to give you a good amount of slip is okay. I would still mm-hmm. say trust trust your recommended, you know, professional. Sometimes I I look, I mean it's been a long time because I've been using these techniques for so long. It's it's like second nature, but you know, every now and then at the end of the night I'll look over and I'll see my husband and he's still sweeping and I'm like, "Hey, what are you doing? Look <laughs> look at what are you look at your your skin, your eye is pulling." And he's like, "But I was doing it really light." And I'm like, "No, yeah. you're not doing it light enough." So right, just right. stick with Gentle pressing. Is better. Yeah, just pressing. stick with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely. It. How does your eye feel though, by the way? Can I ask? Doesn't it feel good? Oh, it feels great. It feels so good. I mean, I also love the texture of this eye cream because it is like a bomb. It just feels like so nice and like it's melting into my skin. Yeah, the texture is one of my favorite parts about it as well. It is a true cream gel texture. And you know, that's one of the things that I, I love about the total eye lift because it gives you that visible lifting action immediately. So no matter what your age, you're gonna have those instant results thanks to the cassie flower, cassie flower wax. And then you day after day have long-term anti-aging results and lifting and firming benefits because of the organic hair in Ghana. I can sense that our listeners are probably going, say what? Cassie flower? What is that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there, there's actually a, a flower. It's called a cassie flower. It has a little yellow, they look like pom-poms on it. And there's a wax within the flower that's highly protective of the plant itself. And it protects it from the environment. And if you think about, like, think about how many times we take pictures and and then before we post anything on social media, we immediately go to a filter 
to try what are you to talking move. about, Christy? I've never done that. <laughs> well, guess what? You might not do it as frequently when you're using something that has cassiflora wax in it because it's a smoothing filter. So it has a filmogenic texture that when you put that cassiflora wax around the and under the eyes and as well as on the eyelids, when that cassiflora wax starts to dry, it's probably a terrible analogy, but I'm willing to bet money you and all the viewers will understand or listeners, I should say, will understand is, do you remember when, when we were kids and we used to love putting glue on the palm of our hands and it would mm-hmm. tighten up? Do you remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Cassie Flower Wax has that sort of tightening action and smoothing action on the lid, which is why you see that instant lift when you apply it. Trust me, it's not going to be harsh like glue. It's Mm -hmm. not like that. And it feels much better. Yeah. That's what I was, I wanted to ask you about the, you know, why it is that so many of the women who you tested the product on said they saw results in 60 seconds because that's a pretty unusual for an eye cream. So I wondered if it was sort of one of those like tensor it is. Technologies. It okay, is. Okay, so you're getting that instant tightening. So I'm sure you're getting long-term effects too, but so the, does that sort of wash off then when you take off the product? Yeah, it does. But what's important to note is it's not like you're going to have tight eyes and then the minute you wash your face or take your makeup off, right. it's going to start sagging and drooping mm-hmm. again. Because right. wh- while we promise results, we don't promise miracles. So that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Yeah. But... <laughs> But because of the day after day and the long-term anti-aging benefits, the organic herringana stimulates that fibroblast cell, which there are far fewer of those collagen-producing cells around the eye contour area. So when you stimulate that collagen production, the skin becomes more dense, the fibers become richer, and you end up noticing that long-term you have firming benefits. So, mm-hmm. so Carlene, you, you are, you're going to see the immediate lifting and smoothing effect, but you'll see long-term benefits with continued use. But I mean, 60 seconds, I mean, that's a 60 seconds flat is, is how long yeah. it takes to see that instant lift. Well, that's what I like in an eye cream because <laughs> I know there's yeah. a hot debate for some people on whether or not they should even be bothered to use an eye cream. And I feel like I love it when there's an instant benefit yeah. along with, it's sort of like incentive to continue to use that more concentrated formula that you know is going to be safe around that thinner skin. Um, so I love that it like yeah. does the, the two benefits at the same time. So you basically, I mean, you, you notice it addresses every single possible concern that you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I call it the Ferrari of eye creams and it, it just gives you like the best results. So regardless of your age, if you're looking for anti-aging, firming, toning, hydration, minimizing puffiness, dark circles, fine lines, wrinkles, crow's feet. I mean, I know I know I said mm-hmm. no miracles, just results and it sounds like a miracle, but I promise you it's just results. It's called a Rari now, Christy. That's what my <laughs> that's what my YouTube watching 6-year-old tells me that he can't wait to get his Rari for his birthday. <laughs> but one of the things I wanted to ask you, going back to the lymphatic drainage technique that you taught yeah. me how to do, I'm going to show you guys on Instagram. 
Does that help with dark circles? Because we get asked about dark circles a lot and we've did an episode with a dermatologist and a plastic mm-hmm. surgeon and, you know, it's great to get the perspective of, you know, what you can do in a spa and what you yeah. can do at home. And I feel like, you know, eye creams are great, but if there's something we can do to help with that circulation so that that will help with that. For sure. And that, and like I always say, like 50% of the magic is in your product, but 50% of the magic is in your application method. And when you're talking about dark circles, the thing you want to make sure that you are not doing is you're not talking about the dark circles that are from hyperpigmentation. So we're not Mm. talking about brown spots under the eye. We're talking about the blue dark circles that become visible because of poor circulation. And this Mm. method will absolutely help. And that's why we say use three fingers under the eye area. Don't just use one and don't press like a feather. Uh, Apply a little bit of pressure that you can actually see the, the puffiness almost when you're looking in the mirror start to move towards that outer corner and away from the under eye area. And that's really going to help to minimize the puffiness and the dark circles. And like I said, it also, it feels great. That method helps mm-hmm. if you have a, if you have a tension headache, if you have congested sinuses or anything like that, it just feels really good. It does. It was very just like calming to take, even just to take that moment when you were walking me through. And for once, I was thankful for my cold hands. Yes. Like refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. That coolness definitely does help to reduce. So those are great tips. And we've, we've got our eye cream on. We know what to do. So let's talk about the next step you would do in your facial, which is, I'm assuming it would be your serum at this point. So what's your best recommendations for key ingredients for different skin types at this step? what would you say? I would say, first of all, serums are so important. We always say it's like really your most important step in making sure, especially if you are 25 or older, serum should be part of your daily routine. And so if you are looking for something that does everything, look for ingredients like turmeric. Turmeric is a very popular ingredient these days because it it has so many antioxidants. It's something like 400 antioxidants. It reduces inflammation and it's known for its anti-aging benefits. Turmeric is a really great ingredient. If you're looking for like just overall healthy, radiant skin, if your skin is, is dry, look for ingredients that have hyaluronic acid, serums and moisturizers that have that ingredient will help as well as aloe vera. Hyperpigmentation is also a, a really big concern these days. If you have those pesky brown spots or age spots, look for ingredients that have a vitamin C or vitamin A or have fruit acids from cherries or raspberries. These will help to lighten any areas of hyperpigmentation. But you always want to apply your serum before the moisturizer. It will boost the benefit of your moisturizer and then your moisturizer will lock in those results. And and I want to share with you guys, there's also a really unique application method for serums and moisturizers. So I'll share that with you as well. Tell us. It's again about microcirculation and lymphatic drainage. So what you'd want to do is you'd want to take whatever serum you're using, just doesn't matter whether it's an anti-aging, whether it's a a hydrating or brightening serum. And again, you want to warm it up between. Just do the Clarence double serum, guys. It's so good. (laughs) One of my favorites. I'll Thank say you. it. <laughs> it's my favorite too. It's like a multivitamin for the skin and it's loaded with turmeric. So what you want to do is you, you, you've warmed the serum throughout the entire palms of your hands. 
And now you're going to place the serum with both hands, starting from the center of the face, working outwards. And then don't forget the neck. I mean, tech neck is real these days. People are, you know, they're constantly looking down. Your neck's in constant motion. So you definitely want to make sure you take care of that area. Now you're going to go back with that firm yet gentle pressure. So I'm going to take both my hands. I'm going to lay them flat on the face, right around my nose, under my eyes, with the heel of my palm down around my chin. And I'm going to apply firm pressure moving from the center of the face towards my ears. Then I'm going to apply that same firm pressure using my fingertips from the center of my forehead to my temples. This application method, again, it's calming, it's soothing, it's Mm -hmm. right in line with our Clarence, you know, message of moving, you know, blood flow, oxygen, lymphatic drainage, you'll look less puffy, less tired, overall making your skin look healthy and youthful. So do that method with your serums and with your moisturizers. Again, going back to that whole thing, no pulling, no tugging, no stretching the skin whatsoever, that firm, gentle pressure. And I'll give you, I'll give you something to think about. It's actually on the face. It's about six pounds of pressure which is actually about the weight of two two liter bottles of soda. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I know. That's how hard you should press. Exactly. Okay. And again, but from the center of the face, Carlene, always working out towards your temple. Okay, got it. That way you're pushing everything towards the collectors that are going to pull those fluids away from the face. Okay. So it's time for the final step of the at-home facial. And that's all about locking in all of your hard work getting that hydration into the skin. So what should we look for in a good moisturizer and how can we end our spa ritual, continue the Zen moment, keep it going? What are your tips for that? So my tips are to find a moisturizer that suits your texture preference as well as your skin type and concern. So if you are, for example, somebody that has a lot of oiliness, you want to stick with moisturizers that are gels or or a lotion texture, something that's really lightweight. If you are drier, meaning your skin has itching and tightness that that you can feel, it's it's uncomfortable, stick with products that have a richer texture, that have ingredients like shea butter that are, or, or cocoa butter that are rich and creamy. If you're concerned with hyperpigmentation, as we said earlier, some people are concerned with look for uh, a texture that meets the needs of your skin type. And when it comes to skin type, a lot of people don't know their skin type. And I always say, if you don't know what your skin type is because you're neither oily or dry, you're probably normal. If you're oily, you know your skin type is oily. If you're dry, you usually know your skin type is dry. Although there are times that you could have uh, dehydration regardless of what your skin type is. You know, I, I personally, as I'm a little bit older and have a tendency to be normal to dry, like to use a cream, obvious reasons. I'm, you know, I'm going to be 50. I want anti-aging in my, in my daily routine, but just stick with the moisturizer that addresses your primary concern and stick with the moisturizer that's texture is right for your skin type. Because we all know at the end of the day, nobody's going to use a serum and a moisturizer if they don't like the way it feels or they don't like the way it smells. We'll cue the chimes. 
<laughs> We're officially done our Zen Out uh, DIY facial moment with Christy and Clarence. Thank you so much for your time. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Carlene and Jill. Thanks so much to your listeners. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. Let's